Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Grow and Learn podcast. My name is Zarina Dimitrova, the host of this podcast, and I'm here with a very special person, Cindy Atkinson. She's somebody I've been working with on my other business, healandlearn.com. Cindy is an intuitive coach, and she helps people answer questions that are really bugging them at the moment. She helps people develop their careers. She helps people solve questions in their relationships. She basically... Um, can help you tap into in your intuition from um, from a perspective of getting divine answers and intuitive answers. Um, to call them divine would probably be an appropriate word when we're talking about the spiritual uh, world or people that are in spirituality. But when we talk to, about people who are uh, working in a corporation or about to start their business or people that are very uh, pragmatic in their thinking, uh, the, the right uh, wording would be intuition, I suppose, but what we call it really doesn't matter. So, welcome, Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Serena. Uh, good to have you. Good to have you on the podcast. So today we're going to be talking about uh, the choices we make in life, the game of life, how we play the game of life in whatever environment um, we we decide to play this game or whatever setting we choose for our play, be it our relationships, our work. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. There's all kinds of games that we can play with ourselves. And um, this is like the perfect um, template, you could say, this human experience that we're having. And if we uh, allow ourselves to maybe question that, uh, what kind of game am I playing here? And it may open up some doors for you to see a different perspective of the life that you're living and that you've become so used to. It's so familiar to you that you don't even realize that you're in a game. Mm-hmm. And there is a, there's one movie that I personally really enjoy. It's, um, it's called Revolver. Uh, it's a Guy Ritchie film from 2005. And it is about a guy waking up to the game that he's playing. And he starts to become aware of um, who he is and why he's here and uh, why he doesn't need to do certain things anymore. He doesn't, uh, he's not getting the happiness and the joy out of playing that repeat pattern of searching for money or relationships. And then it starts to unravel and he sees a bigger purpose in um, who he's being. So anyways, love that movie. I highly recommend it to people. Probably watch it more than once because there's a lot of hidden gems in there. One of the gems from that movie uh, is, uh, he says, you're either the victim or you are the opponent in the game that you're playing. And uh, that took a while for it to land for me to really uh, see how, am I a victim of my story of my life? Like, hell no, (laughs) this is mine. I'm master at this ship, (laughs) but that's not true. Uh, I uh, caught it the other day uh, where I was playing the victim game and I didn't catch it at first. (laughs) So this is a, an example of that. Uh, So the other, the other night at work, when I went to get off work early in the morning, um, my shoes were missing someone had stolen my shoes Uh, and there's only a handful of people that could have done it and oh it was so easy to go into being the victim of being 
hey, everyone, someone stole my shoes. And I was telling everybody and everyone's on my side going, who would do that? That's terrible. And I created this story and or this environment that maybe, supported you. Sorry for interrupting, Cindy. Maybe we should say that you live in Canada where such things are not very common, you know, for people getting their shoes stolen. Oh, I guess. <laughs> I didn't know this was a common thing. I mean, in some countries, it may be a common thing, right? I'm just saying that uh, it was a, an unusual thing in your environment. Very, uh, yeah, yeah, very unusual. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so I really got carried away with building this uh, story all around my my uh, woe is me. My my sandals got stolen at work and. And people were joining in it and they were feeding me being that victim. They were giving me this energy that's like, yeah, I'm right. This person is wrong. They should never have done that. And then, uh, and then uh, 24 hours later, I'm back at work again and I'm sort of picked right back up where I left off the day before. And I'm in that victimhood again. And it was just weird because I had, um, I had, uh, I was just sitting there thinking about it and all of a sudden it just dawned on me that I was having an experience. I was having the, an experience of being the victim of the, these shoes and I get to choose how to play the game. And then I saw that this was an opportunity. This person that had stolen my shoes was an opportunity for me to choose how I was going to experience this experience. Mm -hmm. And then I started laughing and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I missed that one. <laughs> I just got caught up so quickly in the stream of being the victim. And it was like supporting that story. It was easy for me to do because I feel like maybe it's just easier for us to do that all the time in all kinds of ways. <laughs> yeah. And so I started laughing at myself and I was like, oh, okay, okay, there's something for me to see in this. And I just felt so light and free in that moment. I saw this as an opportunity to have an experience and it just lifted that um, heaviness off of me. Then I read the newspaper, the, the, the horoscopes in the newspaper, I don't always read them, but I read my horoscope and it said, you will lose something or something of yours will be stolen from you today. And I just like, oh, okay, this was so perfect just for me in this moment to have this uh, awareness. And it, it was far reaching. So I started to spin it differently with all the people that I had gotten on my victim train. I started spinning it with like jokes and humor and, and making them laugh and I was like, this is the game I'd rather play. You know, it's, it's playing, it's playing the game. Mm -hmm. And uh, not to get too caught up in the emotion of things. If you're in, you know, if you're in a swing of a, like a heavy emotion, if you can catch that you're in it, just ask yourself, what's going on here? Am I playing a game with myself? Because uh, sometimes it is, it's the pattern that we're stuck in. And uh, it takes a bit of work and uh, consciousness to recognize that we are there. And uh, I say like asking that divine, like you were saying, uh, for guidance, like help me to figure this out because I'm so used to it being this way. I don't know what to do next. Mm -hmm. And I find that answers come when you ask. Yeah. Yeah. And um, what about the, the point of view of the observer when you're neither the victim nor the perpetrator? 
Is this what you're aiming for in order to see that you're not a part of the game? Or is this the, the final goal or, or is it just a temporary goal maybe that we have just to see ourselves from time to time as the observer? Yeah, I would agree with that one. Um, to become the observer is uh, definitely, you're not in a judgment place when you become that observer. And if you can become that, yeah, definitely that would be the goal to get to. Um, goal, is that the right word? Uh, awareness, it's that, that type of awareness as the observer. Mm -hmm. uh, to become that more often in your life, uh, and you can even ask your, you know, your, your guides or the universe to teach you how to become the observer more often. Mm -hmm. and because it's like there's a, there's sort of like that muscle that you need to work out and to change it. You, you can be as spiritual as spiritual can be, but you can still have your falls into that human experience. And just don't be too hard on yourself about it. Just like I was uh, with the, the shoes. And I just laugh at myself. Okay, come on back. What's important here? And it's like, I want to grow and evolve and become something more for the future and moving forwards and that takes work it's like working out a muscle at the gym right so sometimes yeah you take you take some time off of that journey and you just be the human but it will bring you back if that's something that you desire to recognize in your life mm -hmm. so i have a few questions stemming from that one of them is um first of all how to ask the guys maybe i i know it's a deep conversation probably for another podcast how exactly to receive um, intuitive messages by asking your guides but since you threw it out there you know ask your guides um, how can we use a quick procedure to ask our guides and um, receive some guidance for our questions what, what is it there for us to learn from this situation or do we just ask ourselves deep inside or how would you put it for you yeah know? that you're right that can be a really uh complex question and they can go into a whole nother podcast yeah. but hey like i'd say like talk to them like it's your best friend it's like you're talking to yourself um and uh, just and i say like hey guys help me out here i don't know what's going on uh help me to see like the truth in this matter or what is going on and it's sort of just putting out this question to from me like i just put out this question into the ethers and it's like somebody's listening, something is listening, something that is invisible or somewhere far bigger than me. But this is also a belief inside myself that this exists. Mm -hmm. and I've seen it, I've seen magical, crazy things happen when you, you're asking, because when you're asking, you're so much clearer on what you're going to receive or when you do receive it, you become just aware that, hey, this is something I've asked for. So if you're not asking for anything because you don't really believe in it or you don't think that you're deserving enough of having those answers and you just don't do that, that step, well, mm -hmm. then you're going to have exactly what you believe in. <laughs> it's nothing. Uh, well, kind of, <laughs> kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, just so, yeah, just keep it casual and comfortable for you. You don't have to go into like super spiritual mode with it. Uh, it does help to have a basis of understanding, which, like you said, is another podcast. But for the meantime, just keep it, keep it simple, keep it real for yourself that you're comfortable with. And I find that it helps to say it out loud. 
um, versus in your head because when it's out loud you have a lot more clarity in what it is you're asking for yeah yeah so let, let's let's give an example a practical example for people that are currently working and i'm, I'm just going to give an example of a case that i recently had of um a client that approached me and she said i'm having huge troubles with my boss and he's uh, sabotaging my work asking for way more paper that is required for me to gather from clients in order to apply for uh, uh for um, car loans on behalf of them because uh, she was in the car sales business and um so you know we worked with her on on this thing but how would we use this approach of uh, looking at this like a game and and maybe even giving it a resolution by looking at it like a game yeah how, how would this play out yeah cool this is a good example mm -hmm. uh for myself if i was aware if i became aware that um something's going on and i don't agree with it and it, it makes me stressed out or um it, i'm charged emotionally of it so that's being the victim of it like why is he making me do all of this and i don't have time for all of this and okay so you can go into the woe is me like i just stated or you can slow it down and you ask them your guides or whatever your higher self okay slow this down help or your friends or your friends yeah <laughs> yeah, your friends. But hey, like, like, um, because your friends are gonna have their um their opinions and their um their judgments or viewpoints of the situation, and they can also feed into your victimhood pretty easily, right? And then the spiritual friends, because you said that we can refer to our guides as best friends, right? So we, oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. So and you, you you slow it down and you ask to see the bigger picture. Okay, guys, help me to see the bigger picture here. Why is this happening? And then, or you can say, um, uh, so it's like, uh, so I'm going to do this um, car loan. And I'm going to uh, get this information to them. Okay, I'm going to get this information to my boss. Um, help me to do this in the easiest way possible, uh, where uh, I can also um, use it as a learning experience. And then you can also ask, like, uh, what am I learning in this? What is my boss teaching me? Because if this is an opportunity for me to learn something about myself, it could be my boundaries or how control is played in with me or something like that that teaching that lesson can be on such a different level that it's hard to see in the moment but if you're asking to see the the deeper teaching within the experience uh you might get there like a whole lot faster and it won't come my suggestion is like don't expect it to come in like in an instant of an aha just letting go the question of it say hey i'm willing to see the bigger picture here and why this is happening Mm -hmm. And then when you see that, you step out of being the victim of the woe is me and you play the game. It's like offense instead of uh, you become an opponent in the game versus the um, boss and the employee uh, experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so you don't become, uh, uh, do you, where, well, the opponent uh, is actually the what, what do you call the opponent of somebody uh, who opposes or just an active participant? I would say an active participant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
-hmm. Yeah. You're not just letting somebody else dictate to you what you're going to experience. Right. Okay. And, and then, yeah. Cause if you can slow it down and you can see that picture, it's like the energy that you're emitting is so much more centered and grounded that the opposition, like the boss can't, like light your fire up and get you to screw up the whole application for the for the car loan and you know like spin you out of your center um so yeah when you rein it in come back in center you can still do what you're being asked of but how you do it is a different approach mm -hmm. so i suppose you shortcut uh, the the learning by actively looking for the learning in it rather than let yourself being uh, bombarded again and again with the same situations because this is why they're appearing because you don't see them for what they are as a teaching. Yeah, something like that. Actively looking for it, but or actively wanting to know what it is. Because if you're just, you know, you can just release the question like, hey, I want to know what this is about, why this person always does this to me. And then you, when it lands, it will land inside of you and you're just going to go, holy and then you can go am i okay with that and you'll know you'll make that decision within yourself and then you become a different vibration where nobody plays that game with you anymore and you kind of sort of step up mm -hmm. yeah so it's like actively looking for it but almost more like actively questioning it because it will come to you the answer will come to you if you are questioning it versus you don't have to read into everything all the time mm -hmm. that's my suggestion on that one and just being your, open and in your story with the shoes did you get a learning out of it yet <laughs> have you got <laughs> yeah man like this was four days ago and i'm having this conversation with you now and so that opportunity opened up for this conversation it, it, it has given um yeah given me opportunity yeah Mm -hmm. totally <laughs> far beyond far beyond this worth of value of the sandals <laughs> ah okay got it oh interesting interesting and it sometimes opens up doors that you have not supposed are linked to the to the issue in question to the yeah. game at play yeah mm -hmm. yeah definitely right just see the bigger picture because uh, it can be so far beyond what you're aware of in your conscious world of what, because uh, if I'm going to judge my boss for making me do work, that, that judgment of him will limit the, the, the lesson or the, the viewpoint that can come in. So uh, it's really try your best to go inside yourself, ask the question and try to let it go like a balloon into the universe to deal with it. And that's an often thing too. Give it to God, you know, give it to your angels, your guides, whatever you want to call it, the universe and say, Hey, look, like, I don't understand this. I give it to you to deal with this and help me to navigate through all of this chaos. And they will, mm -hmm. it will, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. wonderful. So that's one aspect of using our intuition or work with the divine. For, uh, yeah, because you have to receive the answers and that insight. And that insight comes through that intuition, that knowing inside yourself. 
And that's where I was talking about how when the answer comes in, it lands mm -hmm. inside of you. And that's a, that's a sensation that's, um, it's a knowing, an unshakable knowing inside of you. You just know that this is true. And that's a word I like to use. It's like, uh, if this, if this is true, that um, I need to quit my job and that there's a better job out for me out there for me, because like, you might have an idea of that. Mm -hmm. And my boss is giving me opportunity to leave this job so I can get a better job. If this is true, then prove it to me. And I chuck it out there to the universe and I let it happen. And then I'm open. I'm open to seeing what might come in my inbox or a friend might say to me, hey, there's this really awesome job that you might be really good for. Like I start opening the doors for it to come to me. Mm -hmm. I see. And, and would you consider one sign as enough or would you wait for more synchronicities and more signs to come your way? <laughs> good question. I just take one. One is uh -huh. enough. <laughs> okay. And if it wants to come in five, then it's like, it's saying you better act now. I would yeah. say. It's like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah. But I'm asking because in the Silvo method, um, he says you need at least two signs um, in, order for, in order for you to count this as a non-coincidence. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I could agree with that. But I guess if you come, you get used to that knowing inside yourself, you will know. Right. Uh, you, one sign is all you need. Yeah. <laughs> one insight. It can be so powerful. It can move you in places that you just didn't know that you would go to. Awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, to you, Cindy. Thank you so much. <laughs> you too, Zarina. Thanks so much. We're going to come again very soon, possibly next week with, um, uh, with a talk on uh, how to connect to you to our guides possibly or whatever comes up because we're letting the information flow whenever we talk to Cindy and to her partner Joe Fox Dreamer who is a Native American shaman um, so I'm going to put all the links uh, below this audio below this uh, podcast so you can contact them or us thank you so much Cindy yeah thank you Serena have a lovely day have a lovely day too <laughs>